going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of r r Pod of Film. I'm your host, Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me here is my co-host, my brother, Cody Repass. How you doing, buddy? I am doing good, and I am excited to talk about I Am Mother, another Netflix production, film, whatever you want to call it. Is it good? Oh. Is it bad? Find out, I guess. You'll find out. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's get into this. So uh, I Am Mother is about a teenage girl who is raised underground by a kindly robot mother designed to repopulate the earth following the extinction of mankind. But their unique bond is threatened when an unexplicable unexplic- uh, stranger arrives with alarming news. It stars Hilary Swank, Rose Byrne, and... Clara Rugard, and it was directed by Grant Sputor. I'm going to say that wrong. That's probably not how you say his name, but I apologize, Grant. Um, And it was written by Michael Lloyd Green. Why aren't there any more children, Mother? There used to be. Then why did you only make one? Mothers need time to learn. This facility was designed to give humanity a second chance, one that began with you. Let's talk about this movie. So there, there's a lot going into this. And beforehand, all, obviously, we're going to it's a spoiler. We're going to be talking some spoilers in this um, at the end. So we will remind you again um, uh, when we get to spoiler talk. So what were you, what's your first impressions? There's a lot to take in with the movie, and that's what that's what I caught going through the whole movie, especially towards the end. It starts to really like develop in a few different ways, like where you could see the film ending a few different ways. Uh, but for me, I thought I thought the film stayed at a solid pace all the way throughout. It it was different. It was a lot different. You don't see this kind of film very much, and for as little characters as you got, I thought the the movie was held together really well. Yeah, I agree, I, and that's what I really like about the film is is the, the the amount of characters in the film, and it kind of reminded me of that movie Moon with um, what's his name? Uh, I'm gonna it's gonna he played Justin Hammer in Iron Man two. Uh, let me see. Um, Iron Man two. I'm trying to think of what his name was. Guy. It's gonna. Is his name yeah, Guy? Uh, no, no, no. That's the dude um, who was in Iron Man three. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, he is. His name is Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Um, who, yeah. Great it actor. Was a movie, great actor. Great movie. Moon, where he is on the moon in this like uh, space station type like like thing. And uh, he's interacting with a robot who's voiced by Kevin Spacey. Does that kind of reminded me of that, the dynamic. And the dynamic's very interesting. And, um, and it works, you know. And especially since it's only, what, three characters, basically. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's pretty incredible how uh, much content you can put out there with three characters in, a, in an hour and 55-minute movie. Um, they did a really good job with that. I completely agree. Um, one of my favorite things about it too, because as a filmmaker, um, I like 
visuals and the way things are you know shot and placed in the frame and one of my favorite things is the design of the droid mother i love the design it's not overdone like a lot of robots ted or like android or cyborgs they all kind of have like the same look they're going for the same look but i love how how humanoid this one is but you could still tell that it's it's a robot it's a droid and it's got a mixture of both and it's not scary or intimidating but it does look like it could be a toy that you could find in your house um just bigger so i really enjoyed um the design of of the droid i loved that it it was different like she had to charge herself at night like normally Mm -hmm. you see robots they're robots i mean you you think of terminator movies you think uh, of movies with robots they're brainless they have no empathy they have no thought all they're there for is one thing but this movie kind of did it did it a completely different way and I, i just thought it was a really nice touch that at night when humans are usually sleeping she uses that time to recharge or quote unquote sleep for herself yeah i like that too very much so um and and that's another thing too they really went different with with how this droid this robot whatever you want to call her uh acts and feels and and like you said the whole you know having a chance to sleep or a charge it's so much different than most of the movies we 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 know these things they're always awake or roaming around or just hanging out um another really good point of this film is mother like the voice of mother rose Byrne, who i'm a big fan of um i thought she was great i like how her her voice was very like you could tell it was her but it was such a way the voice work was um done to be robotic like it was just monotone but it did have that motherly feel it wasn't like completely robotic i mean it was very still but like it also had there was definitely a caring voice and and it almost like made you believe that maybe the robot had some type of feeling mechanism in there because like you definitely tell in her voice sometimes that it was coming out yeah like you could you could tell like she truly loved daughter or uh clara ruggard whatever you want to call her uh and i feel the way you feel for mother for daughter i thought clara played an incredible role for the I mean, she she was pretty much the entire movie. You, you get one other human for the entire movie. And Claire is not really that well known. But I thought she really held her own. Especially in the scenes when the outsider comes in. And it's Hilary Swank, who is a fantastic actress who's known for many films. And I thought Clara held her own and measured up to Hilary. And even surpassed her in multiple scenes oh totally agreed and like i I love the sequence when she's trying to go out into um the open because she's like you know kind of questioning like you know um if that mouse came in um you know what else could what else could and i and i really like that and uh her what else is out there like, or what else is out there? Yeah, because we're led to believe that there's some kind of virus or some infection um, uh, that that killed the human race. Um, basically, the human race does not exist. 
because when the movie starts there's no one alive and um it's just mother and mother goes to her collection of embryos and this is something we're going to be talking about in the spoiler section because i had to go back and and watch some stuff and because i was like picking up on things as the movie was going along so when we get to the spoiler section we'll tell you when we we are going to speak really major spoilers so you're prepared so you can pause watch the film come back and and listen to what we talk about um uh, the, but that scene, she was just so conflicted, and she's just like, "Should I do this? Should I not do this?" Because you know, um, you know, I hope mother doesn't find out because you know she is she is a droid. She's going to find out somehow, some way. And uh, just the conf- the the conflict within her at that scene was, I, I liked that she did really well with that. I completely agree. I shot. I, I thought I can't speak right now. I thought <laughs> she really just kept getting better as the movie progressed and her performance just kept shining through especially once we got into the middle of the movie and then into the third act when you really get it everything ramped up at you and she has to truly decide what she wants to do exactly um another good i like the little like little um johnny carson tonight show moments like that she's watching the kind of you know stuff to watch while she's just the only person there and like the isolation like yeah you're interacting with a uh an android or whatever but like at the same time you're the only one of your kind so you think um i just like that she was watching johnny carson it wasn't like a cartoon or something ridiculous it was old school Johnny Carson when to like you know late night shows like meant something yeah I mean let's talk about when Hillary Swank shows up and daughter performs a surgery on her and oh yeah <laughs> like she couldn't have been maybe uh, you could consider her a high school student perhaps maybe right out of high school for her age and she pulls off a surgery on a girl she has no idea who she is a a pretty elaborate surgery at that so she is very educated and very smart for someone who lives with a droid who has taught them everything they know oh yeah for sure and uh and it was an intense scene too just like the things that she had to do and you know how hillary was reacting um you know a woman was reacting to the whole situation and you know we're gonna get i guess we can get into spoiler territory right now because it's like you know we can start turning the 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 corner here because the next you know a couple things we're going to talk about are there's some theory here i have some theory written down um (laughs) i have some some really cool things written down here. So if you want to pause the podcast right now and, uh, you know, um, want to watch the film, go ahead. If you're not one of those kind of people who are bothered by spoilers, you know, keep listening. But we'll give you like five seconds to uh, figure this out for yourself if you want to if you want to keep listening to the review. So I'm going to give you a countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. OK, we're in spoiler territory now. Um, so. What I liked about the, I just want to get because the ending is <laughs> still mind boggling to me. So I Let's wrote this down. It. So I wrote this down. I wrote because 
I went and watched the theory video like right before like right before we came on here. I was like like letting it play while I was in the shower and um it was talking about things that like I, I missed. So like I went back into the thing and found the, some of the scenes and um I believe that child one because there was two children that were were uh um born before uh daughter one was aborted one was you know not right for the world child um, one was hillary swank that's that's what i think because of the ending where the other robot shows up because in essence um they all share the same conscious i guess you can say yeah so when one dies like the it's still passed on to the other so it's always mother's voice it's always that voice you hear and um she says you know you've you have a purpose and you've you've lived up to it you know yeah and, uh, as soon as i heard that i immediately thought because they only show you one of the previous uh embryos that what happened to them and of course uh mother aborted the child i don't know it doesn't go into detail about why or what why she did it or what caused her to do it but it doesn't mention the other one and until the end and the first thing i thought of was wow hillary swank was the original child that's why she come back to bring daughter and get daughter away from mother because she she knows what she was and who she was and maybe maybe that was her reasoning all along maybe and i also thought like maybe mother um you know planted her her out out there cast her out on purpose for all this to happen to show daughter that the old human race is a waste and you know the next breed of humans are are going to be the faster stronger like basically the perfect race um perfect uh you know species of human and that's pretty goddamn disheartening because (laughs) we live in a world where nothing's perfect and nothing you know not everyone is like as smart as the other person or looks to like it's just it's nuts to think that it's pretty pretty like shallow-minded uh robots there you know um you know and like the robot is like basically god mother's like god like just giving humanity's second chance at being better but like it's controlled and that's in itself scary to me yeah she had i mean she had all those embryos there and she was willing to start a whole new race uh, a new humanity and she could have started it whenever she wanted to it was completely up to her but she started to kind of show that she wanted daughter to decide when we want or when they want to start a a new race and then towards the end of the movie daughter sees her for who she is and that's when she says she's gotta die yep yep it's pretty poetic in a way too and i love how the movie ends when when daughter walks into the room where all the embryos are and I wanted her to smile so bad. Yeah, That's yeah, I kind of wanted. wanted to. But for me, it's it's another one just like we talked about with us. It, it leaves a lot for your mind to wonder and and think about what might have happened or what what actually went on. Uh, maybe 
maybe daughter decided to start her own race and and maybe be like mother maybe be the new mother that's what i mean that's what i got out of it like you know that's that's how i felt as well and also like something you said with the uh when we were talking about us last week is um it's one of those films that like you kind of need to go all in on when you first watch it you can't be playing with your phone or checking your phone every three seconds you got to pay attention because a lot of this a lot of this stuff in the beginning in the beginning here kind of like helps you progress the store and you have to like you know see all the stuff in the beginning where it tells you like you know humanity you know went through an extinction level event um you don't know if it was a, a bomb or or a nuke or like chemical weapons you do hear explosions in the beginning of the movie so you hear things going down but um just a lot there to digest but in a good way and it's one of the better sci-fi films i've seen in a bit it's up there you know definitely with like um uh uh, ex machina which is one of my favorite sci-fi films of all time so um it was it was surprisingly one of my favorite uh netflix original movies that they've done yeah Uh, i i really enjoyed it with with the plot the idea how out there it is it's not like a normal netflix movie and i i thought it was really well done I uh, I was telling you before, um, I was telling Cody beforehand. Um, I was like, you know, I am mother did Terminator better than the last like five Terminator movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, and it wasn't like you know, there was no, there was literally no violence in the in the in in the or like at least there was no robot to human violence, but there was human to robot violence at one point where Hillary Swank like slit mother's throat, which was really crazy. Um, but uh i mean it it didn't have those aspects of terminator but it did have the you know robots take over type thing and wipe out the race of humans and and it had that feel and it just felt like it was just it was a good solid sci-fi flick and we don't really get those much anymore not at all it is definitely it will have its following but I, I think you could get just your average person and sit them down and one out of every maybe two to three people would really enjoy the movie for what it is. But you have to pay attention. You'll miss a lot of stuff because there's a lot of really minor things that really take off as the movie progresses, like you said. Uh, but overall, I, I I really enjoyed it. And for what it is, I think it can attract non-sci-fi fans into actually enjoying it agreed so as you know we have a rating system and we revealed that last week just for a refresher um smash to pieces is one star forgettable trash is two stars stream it is three stars four is nomination worthy and of course if we thought this a movie was perfect all the way through and nothing's wrong with it and you know the rare holy grail is the five-star review. So without further ado, Cody, what did you think? What's the score for you for I Am Mother? I contemplated giving I Am Mother 3.75, but I ended up going with 3.5. It's very good, but it is a select audience that will see it. It It will have to be shown to some people. And for me it can't quite reach that four-star level with it being just a single audience because not many not many people are going to go out of their way to see it unless 
they're watching it with someone that might be interested to see it. But it is very, very good. 3.5 stars is not bad. It's definitely stream-worthy, and it is definitely something I would actively seek out on Netflix to watch at least once. I'm biased because I am a huge sci-fi fan. <laughs> and when I really say, like, this is one of the better sci-fi films that we've gotten in a long time... I truly mean that. I'm going to give it a four, just a solid four. Um, it would have been it would have been a three point five four, and I thought about it and thought about it, and I'm just like, nah. It's I really enjoy that, and you know, I'm known to be one of those kinds of people that finds the beauty in a lot of things. But like, I will tell you if, if a film isn't good, and I will be that person, and you you'll see a bad review come from me very soon. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not hard. I will defend this movie to yeah. anyone that wants to argue that it's really bad because it's definitely not that. It, it is. It stands on its two feet, and it gives you what it gives you, and it's really good at giving you what you're supposed to get from a sci-fi movie. Truly supposed to get from a sci-fi movie, not a bad sci-fi movie. This is a quality one. Exactly. So... Um with that being said, check it out. Did you like it? Did you hate it? I am Mother Netflix. Let us know on Twitter at what is the Twitter? RR Film Pod. There you go. Let us know what you guys think. Um, and make sure you hit that sub button. Um, tell all your friends about this film podcast that we love doing here because we all love to share the the passion for movies and film going to the theater sitting out with a bit of uh, a thing of popcorn and just enjoying a movie bunch of There's... butter on that popcorn <laughs> big old drink a nice cherry fanta oh by the way we gotta we gotta tell these fine folks what movie we're doing next week Oh yeah, so we we talked about it. We we debated. We we were thinking about what we can do, and this is definitely something out of my wheelhouse. So um, I'm excited to see what it's all about. We're going to be doing Brawl and Cell Block '99, um, which I hear is really fun. Uh, that Vince Vaughn is a uh, is a character. I can tell you that. Yeah, apparently I, I haven't seen it either. I've wanted to watch it. I just haven't got around to it. But I'm. I'm excited to watch it because Vince Vaughn kind of fell off. He hadn't had a really great performance in a long time. He was, it, it just seemed like he was there to collect a paycheck. But everyone that I've ever talked to about this film said it's one of his best performances. He absolutely showed up ready to work. And I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually probably going to go watch it tonight. There you go, man. There you go. I like it. I hope this movie does what Nicolas Cage uh, got after doing Mandy, because that's one of my favorite movies that he's ever done. So um, with that being said, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our NAR pot of film. I'm Glenn Rodriguez and always with me, Cody Repass, signing off. See you at the movies. See you later.